Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and I am H-Town Wheelhouse. We are your team every day. What a great day at the Juice Box tonight as the Dodgers fans were silenced in the second game of the two-game series Trevor Bauer, Tyler Bauer, as we call him, and his agent, who was sipping on trash can banger beers, was talking a big game today, and the Astros came to play. Jose Altuve led things off. We'll start off talking about the hitting. In the second segment, we will touch on the pitching. In the third segment, we will talk about the San Diego Padres coming to town. I'm Brett Chancy, H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter. You can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Always Strohs. And today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by this crazy app. It, you download it on, the, on your iOS device. And on Friday or Saturday this week, Eric and I will go live. You can be a part of the show. You can take part. It will be great to see all our fans there to have you interacting with us. So check us out. And we hope that you come hang out with us. Locker Room. We are changing the way that everyone talks about sports. Now, with that being said, let's get into the business. The Astros go ahead into the series. They tie it up, hitting a leadoff home run by Jose Altuve. And I'll get into those details right now. The Astros are 27 and 22 in the season. They are one game behind Oakland. Um, Oakland won today. And so going into the day of rest, which they sorely need, and I don't use that to be a pun, but we are still waiting on word about Ryan Presley and why he was not in. We'll get to that. Maybe some live updates will come after the game. I'll try to get that in the show. But Jose Altuve had a big night. On a 2-1 pitch, he hit a home run to the Crawford boxes and absolutely obliterated that ball. And then after that, he got another hit in the middle of the game, and that put him at 1,660 hits. At fourth place all-time on the Astros' all-time hit list, passing Cesar Cedeno at 1659. And it's his 29th multi-hit game this season. He is on fire right now. Um, this guy is the leader of this team, whether you like it or not. He is starting to hit the ball, and it was great to see Altuve take that first at bat because there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of smack. Um, and... There was a lot of just gibberish going on between the fan bases. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was apparently a fight in the stands between some Dodgers and Astros fans, which is absolutely unacceptable. There's no nothing that should go on in the stands that would that would mitigate or that I mean that would that would um I guess ne necessitate a fight in the stands. That is absolutely um, reprehensible. You know, we got definitely a much needed win. Um, but the injury bug, like Johnny, um, what, like our friend Johnny Munoz says, has been hit us, has hit us in a big way. And so the Astros, though, end a four game losing streak. So you had Altuve lead off with the home run, and then you had um, Carlos Correa came up. The game was one to one. 
and the Dodgers had tied it in the third inning due to a fielding error by Luis Garcia. I'll get to in the second segment what a stellar performance for him. Um, if I had a player of the game, it would be Luis Garcia. But he absolutely crushed the ball into the Crawford boxes. It was a laser shot that put the Astros up 2-1, to one, and they would not look back from there. It got a little dicey towards the end, and we'll get to that when we talk about the pitching. But nonetheless, the Astros come into this, and they absolutely do what they needed to do, and they get this win. Um, this team, the L.A. Dodgers, were 9-1. and one. I mean, they basically were on a, they were on a win streak. Um, and it definitely does sound a heck of a lot better getting swept by them. It was a huge win today. You're right about that, Steve Harden. Seeing the sea of Dodger blue and seeing the mounds of fans that came into Minute Maid Park, it's almost like who's selling their tickets to Dodgers fans? Now, you know, anybody can buy whatever they want. That's how capitalism works. But at the same time, you really would hope that the Astros would be able to outnumber these Dodgers fans. They did, but it, there were a lot of Dodgers fans. And I, I'll say this. I have a lot of friends who had people that they know or have met through Twitter that are Dodgers fans that were civil with each other, that hung out, they had a good time. And so it wasn't all negative. Um, we tend to focus on on the bad things, the news or the media, social media tends to focus on the negative stuff, but it was great seeing, seeing fans come together despite um, their ridiculous um, attitudes. And yes, there was some stupid behavior out there, but Altuve, like Johnny Munoz said, was using the entire field. And that is something that he can do. Now you have Diaz in the game. If you were to sit down, well, Eric and I were discussing this before. Eric actually went to the game. One of our listeners, um, I want to say thanks to John Bruton for um, for the uh, tickets. He offered us tickets. I was going to go. My son had um, a playoff game tonight. Unfortunately, it didn't end the way we wanted it to. Our season ended um, tonight. Uh, we had a really tough loss. But nonetheless, I couldn't miss my son's playoff game for an Astros game. Family always comes first, but Eric got to enjoy some nice seats and hang out with some really cool fans. So that's why I'm sitting here doing solo, picking up the mantle for him. And I said, hey, dude, I got this. So we are a great team here at Locked on Astros. We're your team every day. Um, and towards the end of the game, um, I needed to change my boxers because Abreu made it scary. Yeah, um, Abreu made it scary for a lot of people. And when you hear the name Albert Pujols coming to the plate, it's definitely unnerving. But you know what's not unnerving is when you have someone in your corner if you're into investing. And let me tell you about Wealthfront real quick. Stonks, bonds, um, rocket ships, day trading. They can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio, globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all your needs based on your preferences. Wealthfront can even help you lower your taxes that you pay as you invest for the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 
billion dollars in asset. That's right. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com, locked on MLB. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, that's right, for life, go to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T H F R O N T dot com at forward slash locked on MLB. Start growing your savings today. And with that being said, if you're driving around town and if you're trying really hard to um, get somewhere like Minute Maid Park and your car's having issues, then you know what? You need to go to rockauto.com. There's so many parts, so many makes, so many models. And these storefronts, they basically want to charge you different prices than what they charge professional mechanics, not at rockauto.com. They've been around 20 years. They know what they're doing. If you need tail lamps, if you need brake parts, I mean, whatever you need for your car or truck, you definitely need to um, go to rockauto.com. You can save 30, 50, sometimes 100%. Because let's face it, if you're like me and you want to save money fixing your car and you don't want to get ripped off, Go to rockauto.com, get the parts, everything you'll ever need for your car, truck, minivan, whatever it is you roll in. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are reliably low. Their website is easily navigable. And go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So that you will know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Dot com. Yeah, I don't think Eric was throwing hand. Um, it says <laughs> Johnny goes, was Eric throwing? Hand? No, Eric. Eric was not definitely was not fighting in the stands. Eric was definitely making friends with people. I know that for sure. But let's let's look at this. Rayleigh, his last seven games, only one run given up in the ball that dropped in the outfield because of miscommunication. He's pitching way, way better. Right. I want to hit on that pitching. I want to wrap up the hitting portion and then go to the pitching. Diaz came in and hit a 372-foot laser into the Crawford boxes for a two-run blast, scoring Altuve. The Astros scored six runs and only five hits in only three Ks. They maximized their runs. Remember the games they were hitting 11, 12, 13 hits and getting two or three runs? They did it today, and I'm so excited that they did that. Now, let's get to the man of the hour. Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia had his longest outing of his young career, going six full innings, not five and two thirds, six full innings, giving up only two hits, one run, one walk, and seven strikeouts. That was phenomenal. Now, here was the big question. Once he leaves the game, will the bullpen hold him up? Will the bullpen support him? Because we all know they haven't been supported. Um, they haven't been supportive. Um, Rayleigh came in with a spotless inning and they were on the move. Trevor Bauer got knocked out. Sorry, Tyler Bauer got knocked out of the game. He gave up four hits, two ruined runs, two homers, four base on balls, only three strikeouts. Nate Jones came in relief, gave up two hits, three runs with one home run. And then Santana was up. He hit Yuli with the pitch. Yuli didn't like it very much, but that was all they needed in the end. So this was actually, um, Steve Harden brings this up. This was Bauer's first loss against the Astros, I believe. He was 8-0 against us prior. Now, in the playoffs, did he get a loss when um, Bregman hit that home run off of him? I'm not sure. I wonder if that's regular season or both regular and postseason. But the pitching tonight 
outside of Abreu. It was funny. As I was making this show description, I was like, the Astros only give up one walk. The Astros only give up two walks. The Astros only give up three walks. And I kept adding. I was getting nervous. And then Albert Pujols was up. I was listening um, to uh, Sparky and Ford on the on the call. And if you guys haven't heard the radio broadcast of the Houston Astros, it's absolutely phenomenal. Whether it's radio or TV, we've got some of the best men and women on the call in the biz and Steve Sparks calling home runs. There, there's there's not many guys that can rival his calls. Um, this guy should be a national guy, but I'm glad he's ours. Um, that's right. If it wasn't for those 30 plus pitches in one inning, he could have gone deeper. Yeah. The, yeah, that's right. He did have that one inning where he kind of got into some trouble. Um, but he had what 105 didn't he have like a hundred and something pitches? Um, he, he came in, um, I'm not looking at the pitch count right now, but he had quite a few pitches. Um, and then world traveler, who is a frequent flyer on here, as soon as Bauer puts on a Dodgers uniform, he lost. <laughs> yeah. That's how a lot of Astros fans feel. And, you know, for a, for a team that, okay, 99, okay. 99 pitches. Thank you. Um, for a team that just won the world championship, you sure hear a lot of smoke and um, about the 2017 title. And apparently we don't get it. And apparently um, they're still mad. And, you know, the Astros, I guess, invented cheating or whatever, you know, whatever the narrative is outside of Houston, it's fine. It makes them feel good. Um, I, I've, I've told several Dodgers fans they need to build a bridge and get over it. They need to call the ambulance. Do you need cheese with that wine? I mean, at the end, it just sounds like petulant children kicking and screaming, talking about what they don't have versus what they do have. Like you would think of the 2020 title meant that much to them that they would not talk about the 2017 title as much. But I digress because I'm not going to spend any more time on that. We're we're out of here with them. Um, I'm thankful that they came and supported our economy. They bought our food. They slept in our hotels. They rented our cars. They bought food and concessions at the stands. Some of them even bought Astros jersey and put stuff on them. So, you know, we appreciate the Dodgers fan support. Um, it has been a fun not so fun ride, but I know there's some cool Dodgers fans out there that I interact with on Twitter that are really reasonable people, really cool guys and girls. And so it's cool. Brantley coming back. I'm not sure. I was surprised that he was still out. He must be dealing with some major leg soreness. You know, he's older. Um, Brantley has dealt with um, injuries and it's just one of those things where, I mean, I guess that turf really affects him the way it does. It's not, it's not a mystery to me that Texas builds a almost billion dollar stadium and can't even grow grass with the retractable roof. But um, I digress. That's kind of like my favorite phrase right now. But right now, this is this is what I want to talk to you about. Something important. It's this. It's this. Um, it's this thing called Lucy. Lucy is a nicotine. Um, Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that can, that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy right now. It's 2021. So get rid of so get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. 
It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA approved, like I said. So Locked On Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all products in your first order, including gum gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Also, I have to say, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine delivered from tobacco. Nicotine is an an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Now, if you're like me, um, I'm not a huge better, but if I am going to bet, I'm going to go to the experts. And I'm going to go to betonline.ag. They are your sports book experts. Baseball season is in full swing, and we got the Padres coming to town. You could bet how many strikeouts Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to get when he um, faces Astros pitching. Framber Valdez coming back, and Jake Odorizzi coming back, and Zach Grinke, the master of the Zen Evis pitch in the yoga mat sitting in between innings. You can bet on everything NHL, NBA, whether LeBron James is going to flop three times in a game or not. That's right. They have you covered before the next pitch head over to, to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for the run for the playoffs or are in the prime of their playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your sportsbook experts. All right. Wow. What a lot to talk about. What a difference 24 hours makes. What a difference one win makes after four losses. Um, now here is the thing about Christian Javier going to the bullpen. Um, let's start talking about the pitching before we get into the matchups, Christian Javier going to the bullpen, I think is a good move because the bullpen for the most part has not been reliable. Rayleigh has picked things up. Stanek still is shaky a little bit. He's not really hitting his spots. And if you can give Christian Javier, um, get him some long innings. If you, I mean, you have Framber coming in, you have Odorizzi coming in, and they haven't pitched um, very long. Um, and Framber hasn't didn't pitch in a regular season game, so maybe they're planning on Framber coming in for four, and then Christian Javier coming in for another four, and then giving Presley the ninth if he's okay. Um, if someone while while I'm doing this wants to look up for me on Twitter to see if Chandler Rome or Brian McTaggart has any word on any post-game press conferences about um, about uh, Ryan Presley, that would be cool. But, you know, here's the thing. Yeah, Paredes, um, Paredes probably gets sent down. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really looked at the roster um, in great detail, but I don't think that's a bad move. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that move. But this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Padres coming to town. These, these guys are on fire. They have been, I mean, they're basically nine and one in their last 10 games. Um, they lead the NOS by, by a game and a half. Um, they have a red hot Fernando Tatis Jr. Who's absolutely obliterating the baseball. Him, Manny Machado and company are coming to Minute Maid Park. It's, it's basically Friday night lights. It's big and bright Friday night fireworks. And it's, the, I hope that the fireworks are all on the Astros side and not on the Padres side. Um, okay, so 
uh, Presley, Presley had a stiff neck. Um, he couldn't even turn his head, Baker said. So that sounds like something that maybe um, he woke up today from maybe sleeping wrong or something. And we've heard of stuff like that happening um, to, to other players. And so um, the Padres matchups with the Astros, I will, hey, Tony, um, yes, I'm doing the show solo tonight. Eric attended the game. One of our listeners um, hooked him up, hooked us up. But um, I mentioned earlier, I had to miss the game due to my son's playoff game tonight. And so Eric is out hanging out, having a good time. I said, dude, I'll grab it solo and you can go have a good time. Um, but yeah, so Presley again had a stiff neck and let's hope that that doesn't last. Let's hope that the day of rest is enough, but let's hope that let's hope that we don't need them. Let's hope that we hit enough home runs or get far enough ahead of San Diego to where, um, but we have got some tough matchups. Um, we have the first matchup is um, we have the return of um, Framber Valdez. Um, he is scheduled to be activated and make his first start. Um, you know, remember he fractured his left ring finger on March 2nd and he made two, two rehab starts in, um, in triple a Sugarland right down the road, throwing four scoreless innings on 54 pitches on Sunday. So that's good. Now on the other side is, is, Le, is Lamette. And I'm not going to try to say his first name because I'll butcher it. He's one to know with the 1.64 ERA with 12 strikeouts. He's made three relief appearances before his return to the rotation. It's unclear how much leash he'll be given as the Padres have treated him with the caution, but limits three innings and in 41 pitches on Saturday with both season highs. So this is probably a really good guy for the Astros to face first because the second matchup makes me a little nervous. I so want Odorizzi to have a successful career as a Houston Astro but I don't think he's there yet when it comes to pitching very well um, in Minute Maid Park. Um, we will, we will talk about, um, we'll talk about Alvarez here in a second. Dusty Baker said that he aggravated it on his last swing yesterday. Um, they, they say how long he'll be out. Oh, you're talking about Alvarez's wrist, I believe. Um, yeah. Alvarez uh, strained his wrist. So, um, that's why Alvarez wasn't in the lineup. And, hey, he wasn't in the lineup, and they still got the job done. But here's the matchup with San Diego. Um, you Darvish, 5-1, 1.75 ERA, looking like a Cy Young. Um, he has been their MVP this season. And um, with their offense in flux due to aisle stints and their bullpen heavily taxed, Darvish is averaging more than six innings per start, and the Padres have won nine of his ten outings. So when he pitches, they win. We've got to get one over on him. Odorizzi looks to join. He threw 77 pitches in four and two-thirds innings Monday against Sugarland. He severed his right pronator strain in his in his um, third start on April 24th. So we're looking to get that back, get him back. Um, this is what Carlos Correa had to say um, after the game. He said, a lot of people have said a lot, and that doesn't mean we go out there every single day and try to win because of that. Because of what is said, it doesn't matter to us what other people are saying. Um, you know, here's the thing uh, with with the Astros, with Carlos Correa. Um, at the end of the day, people are going to talk about us. People are going to say negative things about us. They're going to they're going to call us names. But we as fans, I think I know as a fan, I. I almost take it personally and I know I shouldn't, but the. 
the Houston Astros are professionals. They're grown men. They probably take it a lot better than a lot of fans do. Um, but at the end of the day, what matters right now is the next series, and that's against the Padres. And then the third matchup, the Padres pitching um, Sunday is to be determined, but Zach Grinke, um looks to go in, and he is 4-2 and two with a 3.97 ERA. Um, he surpassed 3,000 career innings on Tuesday, has six quality starts out of 11 outings this year, um, and the Astros are 8-3 and three when he started. He's thrown at least six innings in each of his last three starts, so he's been doing better. Here's the key for the Astros against the Padres. Limit the home runs. Don't give up grand slams, <laughs> obviously. The pitching has to go deep. The starters, I know they're on their first starts. If 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 Valdez doesn't, then I don't know. Put put someone else in there. Um, put I don't know about Paredes. Um, shoot, Rayleigh right now. Um, Stanek is kind of shaky. Um, the bullpen is still a big question mark. And with Presley being out due to neck stiffness, that makes it all the more difficult. So the Houston Astros do what they need to do today. They shut Bauer down pretty much with the three home runs. There wasn't a lot of swag moments. I was really hoping that he didn't have a big strikeout game and start doing samurai sword things or walking off like he was um, that, that MMA guy that Colin, whatever his name is, you know, just, just the antics that, that he does. And, you know, he does what he does because you know why? We talk about him and people talk about it when he does those things. So it's just one of those things where he came in, he talked a lot of smack before the season. He talked a lot of smack last year. And what you do when someone does that, you just beat them with your play. You basically go out there and you show them who is boss. And today the Astros were his daddy, as they would say in the sports world. Um, you know, that was a great moment. Um, Pedro Martinez, I guess that Yanks, I guess that makes the Yankees my daddy or whatever. So, um, I think of that every time I think of that phrase, but the Houston Astros get back in the win column again, 27 and 22. They're one game behind the Oakland A's. So the Oakland A's won today. And yes, Bauer's mouth is bigger than his contract. That's saying a lot because he's getting paid like $40 million. But this was a great win. Um, the energy tonight was way different than the energy last night. That 9-2 loss was just deflating. And, I mean, the the people just felt, like, beat down. And the amount of energy that maybe went into that, that game for the fans. But that's baseball. Um, it's a long season. You're going to have those letdowns. But you you beat a good team, and you're, you're tied with them one-to-one. You've got two more games in L.A. You hopefully go there and win, win two of those and shut them up in L.A. But when they go to L.A., it's going to be brutal. Like you thought it was bad in Los Angeles or Oakland. It's going to be ten times worse in L.A. And if I were an Astros fan, I don't know if I would step foot in Dodger Stadium. But – some people will, and hopefully there's no incidents. Hopefully there's a mutual like respect, and people aren't idiots like some of those guys today fighting at the stadium. But I am H-Town Wheelhouse, and this is Locked on Astros. They ask, uh, once again, the Astros win. Jose Altuve leads off with a home run in the game. It puts him in fourth place all time as a, as with the fourth most hits in Houston Astros history. It's 1,660 hits. He is climbing up the charts and we'll see if in his career he gets to Mr. Biggio, Mr. 3000, which seems like a tough number to reach, but if anybody can do it, 
it's definitely Jose Altuve. Now, with that being said, one of the things I want to talk about um, in the in the coming shows is Dusty Baker's comments that he makes before game and after game and how he talks about, well, I've never seen this guy pitch. I don't know. And I've always, I feel like he doesn't have much of a game plan going into, um, going into the games. Now I may be totally wrong. I'm not in there. I don't hear dusty. I respect him because of his longevity in the game, but it just comes across to me like he, doesn't really have a plan or he trusts his guys so much that he's like, eh, I haven't really watched any film on them or whatever. Um, so that's something that I think where a lot of Astros fans are really bothered by Dusty. I feel like they feel like his decisions aren't informed. I think they are. Um, I think Brent Strom has a say in some of these decisions, but tonight everybody went to the blame Dusty card whenever, um, whenever a Bray you went in, they're like, what's Dusty doing now? If they lose, he needs to be fired. And, you know, it's 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 not that bad. Um, it could have been bad. Our pools could have hurt us because he has hurt us. And I was at that game when he hurt Brad Lidge and broke him until he went to the Phillies and won a World Series. But at the end of the day, the Astros come out with a victory. Again, I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. This is Locked on Astros. I'm going to get going. Y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And... Um, what I want you to do is I want you to go to Locked On Today. Locked On Today is a is a place where you can get all the all the latest information in under 20 minutes. Who has been the best NBA player in the NBA playoffs so far? Get more sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcast. I am H Town Wheelhouse. Eric Tamann Heisman will be back at our next show, and we will talk to y'all later. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and go Astros.